is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, welcome back to the old Gailbox podcast. Uh, it's time once again for the pigskin prognosticator of prodigious proportions. And as we always say, if you listen to us, you make up Sunday morning independently wealthy. Uh, You know, it's interesting. uh, I'm on every Monday uh, with Coach Wimp Sanderson and his son Barry, 100.9, the Tide in Tuscaloosa, Birmingham. And we talk about a variety of topics. In fact, Coach is on the podcast uh, uh, this week, so check it out, the Old Guy Box podcast. But it's tough on Mondays to come up with those picks, and they get a big kick out of it because uh, I'm like 10 games below 500 on those Monday picks. Uh, and not bragging about that at all. Uh, I always laugh because I am better than Stanford Steve, the guy on College Game Day, who is their picker now, by the way. Uh, but on the old Gabbox podcast, the Pigskin Prognosticator of Prodigious Proportions, we always hit a bunch of winners as I post that. Uh, on Thursday and Friday. It's easier as the week goes on. Uh, things become clearer. And some of these games that I'm looking for on Monday, I, I haven't even really documented uh, until you know I've studied it and, and watched some games, etc. So anyway, uh, I, I guess my point being is that uh, you're the benefactor, listeners on the Pigskin Prognosticator of Prodigious Proportion, just some pretty good picks compared to what I'm doing sometimes uh, on Monday they are tied 100.9. But anyway, glad you're with us. Uh, today's show uh, brought to you by MD Wellness and Aesthetics, uh, 205-582-9216. Go to mdwellnessandaesthetics.com. Uh, located 650 Inverness Corners in Birmingham. And whatever the case may be, skin care, uh, hair loss, uh, weight loss, uh, the laser treatments, the Botox, uh, the facials, uh, whether it's hormone replacement, uh, whether it's uh, a need for testosterone, um, it's it's all right there. You can go to the website, mdwellnessandaesthetics.com. You can call Susan Brignett, uh, the owner. It's a free consultation, and with the holidays coming up, it's an opportunity for the guys to maybe get a uh, uh, gift certificate, a stocking stuffer for your favorite lady, and vice versa, because as I always say, uh, MD Wellness and Aesthetics is not just for the ladies, it's for the guys and gals. And I go in there and uh, I highly recommend it. So anyway, here we go. Uh, I wanted to mention a couple of things. Uh, You know, I was in this conversation earlier this week on Tide 100.9 about the playoffs. I mean, we're, we're now just really two weeks left in the regular season, and then we'll have the conference championship games. And this is the last year, the final four the college football playoff, and it appears right now you're going to have a Big Ten team, either Ohio State or Michigan. Uh, You're going to have potentially an undefeated Florida State team, even though they have some hurdles here the last couple of weeks. Uh, But if they go undefeated, they're in. Uh, And then in the Pac-12, you're going to have a Washington-Oregon rematch. And if Washington wins out, they're going to be in. If Oregon should win the rematch, uh, they become the highest-ranked one-loss team. 
You have Texas out there, even though they just lost their best running back uh, for the season ACL tear. I mean, Texas has the opportunity to have just a, a one loss, uh, eleven and one regular season, twelve and one if you win the Big Twelve championship, and then you come to the SEC, where right now you'll have the number one team in the country, Georgia against Alabama in the SEC championship, assuming Alabama takes care of business at Auburn, which I think they will. Uh, what, what happens? I mean, the scenario, if Georgia wins out, they're in. We know number one team, and, and the playoff picture kind of falls into place. But what if Alabama should beat Georgia? What happens then? Uh, I mean, if, if all these things happen, right, if, if you have an undefeated, let's just say undefeated Ohio State, they beat Michigan. Let's say you have Florida State that runs the table. Let's say you have Washington. So you're looking at one spot remaining. And what if Alabama beats Georgia? Would they be in as the best one loss, even though they lost head-to-head to Texas? Would Michigan with just one loss be out since they lost to Ohio State? I, I my My feeling is... The head-to-head between Alabama and Texas happened the third week of the season. And it was a long time ago. I mean, we're talking over three months ago. And now Texas is not the same team they were then. They've had an injured quarterback, who's Quinn Ewers, who's finally coming back. Uh, their top running back is out for the year with a torn ACL. Alabama is clearly not the same team they were when they lost. The quarterback is, is you know, ten, tenfold better. Defensively, they're better. Offensive line is better. In my scenario, if Alabama beats Georgia, the number one team in the country, and people say, well, what about Georgia? So you're going to leave them out? And and somebody's not going to be happy. It happens all the time. You know, if we if we had the 12-team playoff like we have next year, no worries. All these teams we talked about are in regardless. And the conference championship games are somewhat obsolete starting next year. Now the conference championship games are, in essence, the opening round of the playoffs. They have been for years now. And that's why – uh, I like it with four, but it's going to be 12 next year. But I, I think it, my point being, if Alabama should beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, the number one team in the country, Alabama's only number eight right now. And I think Alabama would vault into that top four and make it to the uh, CFP. Then, and I know that debate rages on. I hear guys talking about it all the time, uh, whether it's on Sirius XM, the college uh, sports channel, um, locally here, 100.9, the tide, when I'm, which I'm on. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a debate that rages on. Obviously, it's going to work its way out, work itself out. It always does. Somebody's going to get beat. It'll take care of business. But I'm just saying, if it doesn't, if you have the undefeated Big Ten champion, the undefeated ACC champion, the undefeated Pac-12 champion, you only got one spot left. Georgia would obviously go if they win. But what if they don't? Then suddenly these one-loss teams start yelling yelling from uh, the mountaintop going, we deserve to be the best uh, one-loss team in there. So anyway, uh, I wanted to throw these out there too before we get into the Pigskin Prognosticator of Prodigious Proportions. Uh, the Iron Bowl next week, uh, th- uh, Saturday after Thanksgiving, Alabama will be at 11.5-point favorite at Auburn, Iron Bowl. Auburn, obviously, is going to have seven wins. Um, you know, they're, they're playing much better. But, it, but then again, Auburn has beaten uh, the likes of Vanderbilt, uh, Mississippi State, and Arkansas, that three-game winning streak. But anyway, Alabama, an 11.5-point favorite. 
Um, Georgia, by the way, has already been listed as a three and a half point favorite over Alabama in the SEC championship. And Ohio State, Michigan in Ann Arbor this year, a couple of weeks, and Michigan right now a six and a half point favorite. Florida State, by the way, uh, they will end the season in Gainesville. They're a ten and a half point favorite right now against the Florida Gators. So that gets you ahead to next week as far as the uh, picks after Thanksgiving. Uh, but time now for uh, who we like this week on the Pigskin Prognosticator of Prodigious Proportions. Here's the game I really like. Um, and College Game Day is going to Harrisonburg, Virginia, James Madison University. Uh, the Dukes are hosting App State. That is a Sunbelt game, by the way. James Madison in the second year of their probationary period, uh, moving from SCS to FBS, you cannot participate in a bowl game for two years. They're, they're petitioning the NCAA because the Dukes are number 21 in the country and 10-0. and they're favored by 10.5 over App State, a 6-4 and four App State team. Jordan McLeod is the quarterback for James Madison. And I don't know if you've seen this young man play. He's really good. He's an outstanding quarterback. Uh, James Madison is just a really good team. They're good in basketball, too, by the way. They've had a couple of nice wins. But Kurt Signetti is the head coach at James Madison. He was on Nick Saban's original staff when he came to Alabama back in 2007. Signetti was known as not only a great on-the-field coach, but an incredible recruiter, uh, credited with signing Mark Ingram, Heisman Trophy winner, credited with sign, signing Dante Hightower, arguably the best linebacker Nick's ever had at Alabama. There's been a lot of them. Um, and, of course, Dante went on to have a really nice NFL career. And he was also in on the Julio Jones recruitment at Alabama, Kurt Signetti. Kurt's dad was an outstanding football coach. Uh, you know, they say Kurt comes from the Johnny Majors tree from Pittsburgh. He was a player at West Virginia. Uh, but through the years, I mean, he's a guy 61 years old. He's been around, and he's doing one heck of a job at James Madison. I think James Madison, the Dukes, ESPN is there. Uh, I think they cover the 10.5. They're 10-0. And, oh, and, oh, by the way, James Madison 7-3 and three against the spread this season. So that's the one pick I like James Madison to cover. Uh, if you're looking for the best teams, by the way, as we digress a little, UNLV is 9-1 and one against the spread this year. Barry Odom, the head coach there, uh, former Missouri head coach, uh, Arkansas defense coordinator, doing a, doing a whale of a job at UNLV. They're 9-1 and one against the spread. New Mexico State, 8-2-1 and one against the spread. Arizona is now 7-3, and three, one loss record this year. Uh, they're 8-2 and two against the spread. Great team to bet on. Miami of Ohio is also 8-2. and two. Uh, as we mentioned, James Madison seven and three, Alabama seven and three, Ohio State six three and one. The three worst teams to bet on this year: Illinois two and eight against the spread, Mississippi State two and eight against the spread, Vanderbilt one and ten against the spread when betting on the Commodores. So, if you go into a season thinking, you know what, I'm an Alabama fan, I'm just going to bet on Alabama. Uh, Every week. They're going to be favored every every game except for the SEC championship. And and maybe you take them in the SEC championship in the points. You'd be 7-3. and three. You'd be on the plus side, uh, plus four winners against the spread. If you bet on James Madison this year, you're plus four on the winning side against the spread. So so just saying. But anyway, as we, as we continue here, uh, North Carolina, by the way, at Clemson on Saturday – uh, Clemson, a six and a half point favorite at home. 
Remember Dabo a couple of weeks ago when they beat Notre Dame? It's like, now you got to buy some stock in Clemson. Now's the time to buy stock in Clemson. Cade Klubnick, the, uh, Cade Klubnick, the quarterback at Clemson, is getting better. Obviously struggles in that Miami game, uh, turnover problems. But the last three weeks, Clemson has run the ball really well. They've stopped the other team from running, and they've won the turnover game. Uh, they're plus on the giveaway takeaway. And that's been a great combination. So Clemson is clearly getting better. North Carolina has a really bad defense. Gene Chizik, their defensive coordinator, uh, left TV to go back to work with uh, Mac at Carolina. Whether it's personnel or whatever, Carolina just gives up gobs of yardage, especially on the ground. They've had a good season, but they've outscored opponents. They have a fine quarterback in Drake May. But I like Clemson to cover at home in this game six and a half. I think Clemson is a winner and wins uh, by more than that uh, at home on Saturday. All right, how about this one? Central Florida blew out Oklahoma State last week in Orlando. Killed them. I mean, it wasn't even close. They're at Texas Tech. The Red Raiders have uh, been on a little roll here. They won three in a row. They're now 5-5. Five and five. Central Florida's 5-5, five and five, so both teams looking for bowl eligibility. Texas Tech, by the way, uh, beat number 16 Kansas last week and beat them handily. Joe McGuire is the head coach at Texas Tech, if you didn't know. Uh, and he's done an okay job. Uh, it started off rough this season, but now they've kind of come back. I mean, listen, Texas Tech has always been one of those schools where, you know, if you get seven or even eight wins, it's a heck of a year. Um, they could still get to seven. And Texas Tech favored by three over Central Florida. And listen, Central Florida hasn't won a road game in the Big 12. Uh, they, they just, Oklahoma State, after the Oklahoma win, went down there flat and just got run out of town. And I think Central Florida now goes to Lubbock, Texas, will, will be flat after the emotional win at home. And I think Texas Tech takes care of business. Meantime, Oklahoma, speaking of Oklahoma, they go to BYU. And the Sooners have slumped here late in the season. Remember how high everybody was in Oklahoma after they beat Texas? And reality is kind of set in. It's an Oklahoma team that, that isn't running the ball well anymore. They aren't stopping the run. Oklahoma State ran it up and down the field on them there in Stillwater. Oklahoma's a 24-point favorite at BYU. Golly, I like BYU in 24 big time. The crowd's going to be all revved up. Of course, Oklahoma leaving the Big 12. BYU is in the Big 12. I think BYU at home is a really, really good bet coming up on Saturday. Meantime, Oregon, one loss, Oregon. Uh, Dan Lanning has already said he's not going anywhere as the Texas A&M job comes open. And he's been, I mean, he has been very outspoken about that. He's happy at Oregon. He's saying all the right things. And why not? He has a really good team. Bo Nix having a Heisman Trophy type season. Oregon, 22-point favorite at hapless Arizona State. Arizona State is limping home. And it has been a rough season. And they, they simply do not have the firepower any way, shape, or form in, in a game. I mean, there's no reason for Arizona State to be even up for this game. They've had injuries. They're struggling offensively. Oregon is going to absolutely steamroll Arizona State and win comfortably. I know 22 is a lot, but I think Oregon wins by more than 22 and a half at Arizona State on Saturday. Hey, our last game this week, it, there's some interesting SEC games, Florida at Missouri. Uh, you know, Florida's given up 
just, I mean, Florida defensively is just struggling. You know, Florida gave up big numbers to Arkansas two weeks ago in Gainesville. Arkansas was running the ball up and down the field on them. And, and Florida lost that game in overtime. And then inexplicably, Arkansas goes back home and gets, gets run out of Fayetteville by Auburn. I mean, I, that was the head scratcher of head scratchers. That was a loss, by the way, on the pigskin prognosticator last week. Missouri's favored by 11 and a half. And this is a this is the best Missouri team in recent memory. You know, I know Missouri went to back-to-back SEC championship games there a few years ago under Gary Pinkle, and those were good Missouri teams. And, and circumstances just uh, allowed them to win the Eastern or win and uh, advance win the East and advance the SEC championship those two years. And one year actually uh, against Auburn. I, I thought they should have thrown the ball more. I think they, they had opportunities. But nevertheless, I digress. I was at that game. I just think this sets up for, uh, and again, Florida has to either beat Missouri or Florida State to become bowl eligible. They're 5-5 five and five on the year. And I just don't think, I don't think defensively Florida has what it takes to stop a very explosive Missouri football team. Again, this is this is a Missouri team that's going to win ten games in the regular season. They're going to go to a really nice bowl game, and you know it's just it it's it's been a really fantastic year for Missouri, and it's turning out to be a very bad year for Florida. Remember when they beat Tennessee earlier this season, and then they had that incredibly exciting finish at South Carolina where they scored a couple of touchdowns in the last uh, inside two minutes. Well, that's all the cheering for the Gators this uh, this year. They're going to lose to Missouri. They're going to get clobbered at Mizzou. And I think that will be a winner on the pigskin prognosticator of prodigious proportions. So there you have the picks this week, guys. Um, be sure and listen to the uh, Old Gab Box podcast. Uh, great conversation, by the way. Um, if you haven't already dialed in, uh, college basketball is underway. And we had an incredible conversation with Wimp Sanderson, the former legendary coach at the University of Alabama. And again, I already mentioned that I'm on his show on Monday with Barry. Uh, but coach is, a, coach is a sharp guy. And he's got a lot of, a lot of history uh, packed away in that brain of his. He knows the game very, very well, talking about college basketball. And so I invite you to uh, dial in and listen to Coach, uh, that conversation as well. And you know what's interesting? Um, of course, I'm in a football craze state. I live in Alabama, and everybody, uh, not everybody, but a large group of people say, you know, the college basketball season should start later after football season is over. Uh, and they ought to move the, the basketball tournament back. You know, it should no longer be March Madness. Uh, what, April Madness? I mean, uh, listen, they're never going to change the start of college basketball season. they got to start now. You do want to finish in March. Uh, these, all of these teams, men and women, only play 30 games. So, so, you know, it starts now before Thanksgiving, and then the conference tournaments get you going into March Madness, and that sets you up for a nice season. And, you know, not everybody has big crowds in the non-conference. You go to the Midwest, and, you know, you go to a Purdue game or a Wisconsin game or an Illinois game or an Indiana game, you're going to have a sellout crowd. You go to Kansas, the Fog Island Fieldhouse, you're going to have a sellout crowd. Of course, they're number one in the country. Uh, But... 
college basketball season is here, and I love it when it segues with college football. And so I invite you to listen to that conversation. Good stuff uh, from uh, the legendary Coach Wim Sanderson on the Old Gab Box podcast. Well, hope you enjoyed it, everybody. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the games this weekend, wherever you may be headed. And hopefully, if you see me down in Tuscaloosa, the Crimson Tide playing UT Chattanooga, uh, give me a shout-out. And uh, whatever you do, shout to everybody you ought to be dialing in to the old gab box podcast lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.